Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I am here with Autumn Nicholas. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. How are you? I am doing awesome. Um, I am in Florida, so it's been quite toasty here uh, with the humidity, because I always complain about that in the summer months. But other than that, it's been great. Uh, And where are you right now? Are you currently in Nashville or traveling on the road? Uh, Yep, traveling on the road. And uh, it's been hot everywhere I've gone so far, if I'm honest with you. (laughs) Isn't that the truth, right? Right. So we'd like to start off with the most difficult question ever. Are you ready? I hope. (laughs) Who is Autumn Nicholas? Oh gosh, that is a difficult question. I honestly have had some time to think about it just because I've had a lot going on to kind of put my stuff in a place of my music and what I want to say to people. And I think I've always wanted to be in other people's lanes because I wanted to be, um, I guess, liked by a large amount of crowds when it comes to the music half of my life. And then I realized who I am is someone that kind of inspires people. So I don't think Autumn Nicholas is ever going to be the one that becomes famous. I think Autumn Nicholas is going to be the voice that kind of catapults things that need to be talked about, but we can sing about them, crowds that we need to gather, we can gather and it be for positive things. It's not just writing a fun pop song. I think Autumn is a a message mover, not just um, moving your body. So that's why I am for now. I love it. I love it. That's a a great description of yourself for sure. Thanks. And that leads me right into your most recent single, Not Gonna Do Mm -hmm. This Anymore. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and kind of obviously the idea behind it, we kind of know, but describe that a little more and kind of just the writing into it. Okay. So at first, the beginning of the song, as we wrote it, um, I wrote it with a great friend of mine, uh, Lauren Michaels, in Nashville. We did it over Zoom, actually. And um, she and I were kind of going through these experiences of, you know, why do we have to be in a box? Why do we have to kind of do what the world wants us to do or become like these labels so that we can be, I guess, generalized? Um, we wanted to step out a little bit. And as female artists in the country world or in the music industry, it was really hard to kind of step out of that box as well we got halfway through it and we kind of had this moment of no this isn't for us this is for everyone it was like impactful once we realized that it was bigger than us and when I went to the studio to record it um it being for women's rights it was um Texas was actually going through it um first and I was like gosh this means more this is bigger than me and it's bigger than this song so I wanted to get out as soon as possible um because we don't have to all these things they're creating for us in our bodies and I just I felt so I think honored to release something that was for again everyone um because it was a message that was easy to relate for absolutely and it is a great message because I mean that was the first thing I said I said whether whichever side you believe is what you believe and you know the fact that you're taking the rights away that's what it comes down to is it's, it's a right you know, and, and that's what people don't see. They're like, oh, well, it's bad. It's this and that. 
that's not the point of it. That's that's not the point. Outside of what it stands for, the point is it's a right. It'd be no difference that's if they right. took guns away or other things. It's it's a right. So mm-hmm. that's just how I feel. Absolutely, I agree. But, so tell me, how did you get started in music? Like, is this something you've always knew you were going to do or, you know? I honestly, I thought I was going to be a journalist when I was like 11 or 12. I thought, you know, I'm going to be writing. I want to write stories. I want to write, you know, of course, things on other people. And I never really had an interest in songwriting because I didn't know about it. Um, I was that age. And then I saw my brother play guitar when I was around like 12 or 13. And it was just like, oh, people do this. This is a thing I forgot. You know, I didn't know people wrote songs like this. And so, of course, I kind of took that over from him and he kind of let me take the reins of being the, the instrumentist in the house and just, I don't know, I, I didn't realize that songs were able to move people until I got a little bit older. I think I was like 15 or maybe even 13 when my dad put me on the stage and he goes, sing the song you wrote. And I was like, no way, no, this is terrifying. And I think I sang to maybe like 30 people, but it was like life changing. I knew in that moment, I was like, no, this is how I'm supposed, this is where I'm supposed to be. If I'm a journalist and I'm sitting right here doing my journaling, then I'm going to sing the journal at them because I, I found myself deep in lots of, you know, people have diaries, but it was more so just like stories that I created about life. And I don't know, I, I kind of knew then and then moving to Nashville a year and a half ago, being surrounded by so many songwriters kind of just solidified that I'm in the right place with the right other messengers together. So. Well, that's beautiful. And, you know, it, it's true that isn't that part of how ballads really started was it was they were singing the news from town to town yep. back in the day. That's right. that's, that's very true. Yeah. Hmm. Well, who are very some true. of the women that have inspired you um, in music? Uh, from a young age, my mom would listen to Whitney Houston a lot on, on cassette tape. And it was just her voice was moving and I didn't understand how she could make you feel something from being inside what I would consider the radio box, you know? Like I had no idea. Oh my gosh, I love this so much. Hi. Tigger comes in, says hi. Sorry. So I have my dog below my feet right now. I'm a little Frenchie. Yeah, Aww. he goes everywhere. Excuse me. Um, but I literally just thought that Whitney Houston was the most powerful, like, like, the voice wasn't the only thing that was powerful, like just her ability to like overtake you with emotion and like kind of get you to feel beyond where you were. Um, mm-hmm. She was a really big inspiration for me. Um, people like Adele, similar to just like the power voices and also just the power movers. I think um, another female singer that I really love, uh, Alicia Keys, she moves in messages as well. She has a lot to say. I think it's amazing when um, people are able to take a lot to say and put it in two and a half minutes or three minutes and make yes. you like, I didn't know I was supposed to feel this way or, you know, I didn't know I could feel that way. Um, I'm sure there's many more women than I can name, but of course, when you're put on the spot, you're like, I know one person, <laughs> but um, those, those two people right now are kind of standing out to me. Um, I had a lot of inspiration from TLC, from Four Non Blondes. Um, she sings, come to my window. Alanis Morissette. Yeah. No, Etheridge, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So them, just, I think, obviously looking back at it now, they are, um, 
they had a lot of songs that kind of changed our history. They had a lot of moments in time that they kind of captured. And when you go back and, you know, look at uh, Tracy Chapman, I mean, a legend of, of that time and her message now, like if we were to, if she could come back now and redo everything she did, I mean, it, it all still aligns. Everything is still taking place and it's unfortunate, but also I feel like we have more to say and now we have more ears that are maybe listening with an open mind and open heart. So I hope we're just moving towards that. So those women kind of strike me as, as people that kind of timeless rather. Yes, absolutely timeless. Mm -hmm. I I can't agree more with you. And yes, I think there are more people listening now. And I don't want to say that as, as millennials, I think the millennial generation here has has really started opening up those um, lines of, okay, let's, let's start listening. Let's start, you know, broadening this because it's not a one way he or she, them or us, or, you know. Exactly right. Which, which is also kind of just like opening my mind so much to the idea, like my 13 year old niece is, is just the things that she knows and the way that she loves and the way that she can communicate. I was wondering, I look back at me, I'm like, where was I at that age? Like, what did we do? And the things that we were thinking, I'm just, I'm so, I think I'm more proud to see where we're going not that I'm not proud of where we've been. It's just amazing that the open-mindedness that they have. Yes. Yes. And, and, you know, everyone says that technology is bad and I'm like, it can be both. It can be good and bad. It depends on how you use it because I mean, being the generation that, you know, we had to go to a library, a physical library to get books. If we wanted to learn something and you want to look up, up yeah, to look up a map. You didn't have Google. You didn't have, yeah. Yeah, it's just That's amazing right. the stuff that, you know, you think that we just took off on the road and we're like, we forgot the map. And so you had to go stop at a gas station and get a map and yep, you know. yep. get directions on map quest printed out. Yeah. If you lost the paper, you were just wearing <laughs> that. Oh, yes. So, so it is great to see where we are now and where in the future could go as far as, you know, like some of the self-driving car technology, some of, you know, different oh, things. Yes. Just, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. So... Would you like to do our 20 crazy questions now? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. I promise we will not get arrested yet. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. Tell us, what's your Dance Like Nobody's Watching song? The song song that you absolutely have to, like, dance to. Oh. What's my Dance Like Nobody's Watching song? Mm. Shaka Khan, uh, oh, what is the name of it? I know it. What is the Shaka Khan song? I know that we, as soon as I were like, anyways, Shaka Khan, she has a song, and I'm like, as soon as it comes on, I'm just like, oh, this is it. <laughs> oh, no, we all have those moments. It's something when you're putting the spot, you're like, I, I had the title of Mindy, yeah. and I'm lost now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have a perfect workout song or genre? have a perfect workout song i've never even thought of these things like ever (laughs) Um, i really like um, i can't remember his name i like colors by crossfade as it's by it's very like sometimes just depends we'll do that that's a good one that is a good one so tell us, what are the top two concerts you've ever been to? Oh, okay. That's easy. Uh, number one concert was, um, this is going to say, well, my first concert ever was, was uh, Leonard Skinner with my dad when I was like 
nine or ten. I was in the back of a truck in a swimming pool. Like if that yeah. doesn't get <laughs> more perfect. <laughs> Literally. Absolutely. And then gosh. And then I went and saw why do all these names leave me? He's I, the first song I ever sang was by him. Uh, he wrote the entire movie The Lion King music. Elton John. Thank Elton you. John. Oh, <laughs> yep. Elton John concert, yeah. So my top two. Oh, those are great. Definitely great. Especially the, your first concert. That that is something that you'll always oh. remember. It was in a shopping, it was in Walmart shopping center parking lot. I just remember being like, what is this, Dad? And he was like, it's your first concert. You're going to love it. <laughs> oh. So thanks, Dad. Yeah, right. It was setting up for success. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So tell us, what albums or artists do we need to listen to before we die? Oh. You need to listen to Teddy Swims. Um... Nathaniel and the Night Sweats. Um, Madeline Finn. Uh, there's one more. All of them are leaving the who? Oh, yeah, JP Sachs. She's going to help me answer these questions when I'm like, meh. Uh, Jake sex and then uh, Emma Zink. Those people are wonderful. Those are awesome. So, yes, if y'all haven't listened to any of those people, go after the interview. Yes. Check them oh. out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us, do you have any guilty pleasure music? You know, those songs that no one knows or areas that no one knows you listen to? Oh, yeah. I love... I love, love listening to like R&B music or um, sometimes just jazz music. And just when you're in the kitchen, like being on tour all the time or being in transition all the time, when you get to just be in the kitchen and like make your own food and slow down, just like my go-to yeah. is just something slow and relaxing that, that isn't, isn't the pace of my life. Anything that slows <laughs> me down is just fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So hypothetically, if I came to you, and said, I need to hide a dead body. Do you know a good place? I do. I watch too many of those movies. And I listen to the, uh, the podcast. Uh, what's that podcast? That but the bodies. Like, uh, I listen to too many podcasts. So yes, I would definitely know where to hide a dead body, unfortunately. But I would help you if you absolutely needed help. If I'm being honest. We got to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad. I, at least I know I can call you then. I got your back always. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? You know, I, I don't think I have a game plan for zombie apocalypse, but I know a lot of my friends who definitely would. So I know that I could just kind of give them a call or send off a flare and I would know it's time. <laughs> Me. Um, I have some friends who are deeply invested in making sure they have that, like that backpack ready to go and that underground life ready to start my dad was talking about having hold on one second on you're starting like to cut out just a little bit you're cutting out just a little bit there so all the last part we caught was about the uh friends with the backpack okay so my friends have lots of places for us to go 
and they keep this kind of handy like if anything if the world is ending ready to go backpack always awesome well tell us what job would you be terrible at doing what job would I be terrible I could never work in a meat factory like anything with animals like I couldn't do it that would be bad and or anything to do with like bathrooms probably (laughs) (laughs) those are definitely interesting topics there if you won the lottery what's the first thing you would do if I won the lottery I would uh, I would probably go buy a fake ticket like you know those winning tickets that say you're a winner like automatically and I would give it to my dad and then I would go and give him money immediately that'd be my friend he has been dreaming of winning the lottery and I feel like if I ever won it I'd have to pass it to him and like see what he wants to do first and then we could go celebrate on vacation or something so beautiful of that. What's the last thing you read? Um, last thing I read, like today. In today, a book? sure. Email, book, whatever. News, news article, today, maybe. <laughs> um, I read the layout of my show for July 29th. Uh, I did the whole layout time frame um, with my manager. So that's what I read. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer boots or heels? How about bare feet? If I had to choose boots. Okay. There's nothing wrong with bare feet. Bare feet are awesome. Right. <laughs> Who would play you in a movie about your life? Oh, wow. Who would play me in a movie about my Holly Berry? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fine. That's a great choice. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez is fine too. <laughs> yeah. Both great choices. <laughs> right. So this next one's a little difficult. Where's oh, wow. Waldo? I lost him years ago. I just stopped looking because I figured he'd want to be lost anyways, you know? And we'll just leave it. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. We've been looking for him everywhere. So it's all good. What's the best thing since sliced bread? Tofu. Making Hmm. tofu in restaurants. I'm a vegetarian slash vegan than I can be. And I think the options that they're making for food is amazing. Like sliced bread's awesome. I love bread. I'll pretty much make, eat toast with anything, but since sliced bread is probably like options of foods, and also you can download music now on anything. Definitely. <laughs> would you rather? Uh, and I might not answer this. Would you rather cook or order in? I'd rather cook. However, if you got a really good Thai restaurant, I might go for the Thai. Ooh. I figured from your earlier conversation when you're at home, you're like, I'm in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, you probably order in, right? <laughs> or yeah, cook, right, I'm sorry, true. cook at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So in your opinion, what is the worst mm-hmm. pizza topping? Oh, what's the worst pizza topping? I don't know. I really like all pizza toppings. I think maybe just not meat. However, 
People usually say like the pineapples on pizza thing, but I kind of like it. I was going to say, I was going to ask you about the pineapple. So I'm glad that you uh, already came forward with the pineapple. Oh, <laughs> I told my <laughs> truth. <laughs> I think it's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's a hard yes or no. I think on that pineapple, people are like really yeah. confused by the fruit on pizza, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm pretty much open to trying anything once, but. Right. Exactly. But, right. That's fair. Yeah. So tell us, what do you wish would magically clean itself? The house, the car, the bathrooms, uh, you know, the laundry? Oh, I thought I wish it would clean itself. That is fantastic. I really love to clean things. This is hard. I would love the house. If we could just clean itself all the time, that'd be great. Because then we'd have more time to do what we want to do. Yeah. Perfect. Tell us something on your bucket list. I want to hike um, the Camino Santiago. It's the walk from France to Spain, five hundred miles. Mm-hmm. All right, well, have you, days like, off to do it. I was gonna say, what you do that? Make sure you just start lots of pictures and film, and yeah. I might take someone with me so they can do the whole footage and they can show what it's like to do the whole thing. Be fun. Oh, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. So if you could be another person like Dolly Parton or a position like a surgeon or CEO, who or what would you want to be for the day and why? This is a really cool question. I've never thought of this. I would probably like to be... Um, my brain isn't across maybe like the CEO of a company, but then again, I think I just maybe the president for a day, if I'm honest with you, change up some things. I don't know how fast I can change it in a day. So maybe that's not a good thing. Hmm. That's tough. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I would like to be mother nature for a day. Yeah. Then I can like, I can have the whole world in my hands this first day. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Yeah, but figure out how to stop the whole global warming would be awesome. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I figured I could go see why she's so upset, which I understand why, but it just means I can help. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> awesome. So, do you have any words of wisdom that you live by, and if so, what are they? Uh, this motto kind of follows me. Um, you can go far alone. I'm sorry, you can go fast alone or you can go far together. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what's helped me in my life. Absolutely. That's a great motto too. So tell us, what else do you have going on for the rest of this year? Obviously, uh, I've noticed there's some tours coming up, some folk festivals. Uh, you know, you want to tell everyone what's happening the rest of this year? I do. I have so many things that are going on that sometimes I think I have a hard time remembering dates and everything. So I will tell you what I have and I'll advise you to go to my website to look for the dates just in case I'm incorrect. Um, I know that we do have coming up in the next week or so, I go to the Newport uh, Folk Festival, which I'm excited to do uh, in Rhode Island. It's my first time with uh, performing with Black Opry there. And then I have the North Carolina Folk Festival. I will be doing something that is kind of very brand new news that I'll be opening for Amanda Shires in September, uh, right after Americana Fest. So I'm just 
there's so many things that are happening performance wise and then also brink of releasing new singles um i think in the next month or so we'll release a single called made yet very excited about it it's a it's a different lane song for me it's a it's a beautiful story that's kind of telling um about all the mistakes you haven't made yet i think as we get older we climb less trees and we take less risks and this song is kind of reminding you um to hone back in and remember that taking the risk is usually even if it ends badly, it probably taught you the biggest lesson of your life. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So yes, ever make sure you go out and check out the website. Links will be in the descriptions. Yes. So, Thank you. But yes, looking forward and stay tuned. Autumn is going to be taking over some Facebook coming up. So uh, make sure you check those out as well. We are going to have a good time. Yes. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on today, Autumn, and you're welcome back anytime. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. And thank you all for joining us for another episode of Crazy Women Country. Have a great day, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.